Hi, all. Um, I've been having a really bad week, so this will be short. Uh, first off, um, I included an imager gallery of all the photos we talk about. It's a lot, uh, but they're all pretty fun to look at. Um, uh, the, some of the audio got really garbled again, so I'm probably going to have to redo my audio setup again. So if audio drops for the next couple episodes, that's why. Um, but at around 37.40, I asked a question about one of the Sonic TV shows. Um, so that's why the sudden shift to sad AM occurs. And uh, 48 minutes in, uh, we start our wrap-up, um, but that got garbled too, so it just goes straight to the plugs. Uh, you didn't really miss anything else. Um, and I think that's about it. I hope you have a great day. Bye. <laughs>
that kind of reminds me of there was a storyline uh this is again unrelated to the penders thing but i guess slightly related uh remember scourge yes uh well before before he became green and stuff there was a there was a story arc where he just went around uh smooching literally every sonic love interest uh pretending to be sonic of course and you know that's something anyway ken penders <laughs> uh last we left off the comics had decided to change things to jettison all of the previously introduced characters uh by other writers who were not currently employed at Archie at the time. Uh, chiefly among them being Ken Penders, who, now that he had won his characters back, he was going to go forward with the story idea that he had wanted them for in the first place. I present the Lara Sue Chronicles. Mm -hmm. so, oh god no oh, oh god, god. worse than i remember what is she wearing uh well she appears to be wearing some kind of one question mark piece bikini i say one because it connects but there's a large uh swath of midsection that is uh not connected via uh fabric and there's like a little Rob Liefeld pouch <laughs> on the side of her her oh bikini strap. Why does she uh, have both human hair and echidna dreads? That's that's how they were drawn. That's that's how a lot of the the Ken Penders drawn echidnas were were uh, designed. Is just take the base knuckles model and slap slap a some human hair on there. Just right on top. Look at this human, everything else too. Yeah. Uh so this was his idea to continue the Mobius 25 years later storyline with Lara Sue as the centerpiece character, uh, heavily involving the lore surrounding Knuckles and the characters made related thereof. Um except they had to change some stuff, obviously, because they can't just be like uh here are all of these core sonic characters and concepts so instead of being echidnas uh they are an alien race called echidnaeans with like an apostrophe in there somewhere uh who are definitely not echidnas they're not echidnas uh and uh knuckles has been renamed to nox the guardian uh, and of course, there is an apostrophe in there uh, between the K and the N. Uh, mm -hmm. Here is a 3D rendering done by Penders of him in a loincloth. What? Okay, so here's something I don't get. Yeah? You said he did some of the art for the Archie comics. Yes. How did, like, those look fine. Those look good. Why do these look so bad? It's because... When he was working on the Archie comics, uh, he was subject to at least a little bit of oversight. Uh, 
Not so on his own projects. And it should also be noted that he wasn't the only artist on those comics, even during his uh, his his time as lead writer. Uh, so a lot of them were drawn by other people. But um, but yeah, he's uh he's definitely got a unique art style. And there's like 3D renders as well as like these weird painterly styled images featuring realistically proportioned uh, echidna people. Uh, there's a lot of promotional images. I don't actually know that the comic started ever. I think there may have been some preview pages out, but I don't think it was ever like thrust into full gear, as it were. He still talks about it like it's a thing that he's going to do, which in all fairness is how everyone who decides to make a webcomic talks about their webcomic. Totally. Hi, I have a webcomic I want to do. I wanted to do it for like three years. Will I do it? I don't know. Um, okay, so yes. I googled it. Laura Sue Chronicles Amazon and you can't buy it. Okay. So it I, probably hasn't come out. Last I heard he was developing an app that you could read them through I think. I'm. Not, it's I don't know. It it I, I have seen some of the other like preview images. Uh, there's there's one particular image which is like another like cover. That, Why is there uh, just a black yes. guy? That's <laughs> not just any black guy. That is a traced photograph of Anthony Mackie, the actor. <laughs> when when like the first one looks so good, like the art's nice. Yeah, like, I don't oh. I don't think. In fairness, I think the first one. Uh, only maybe the base sketch layer was done by Penders. Everything else was done by a different artist. I believe uh, Patrick Spaziante uh, did the full art of that uh, cover issue. But, um, yeah, there's, there's just, like, it's just taking the layout of that issue wholesale. <laughs> taking Julie Sue and Lara Sue in the center there and just tracing over them. Uh, Knuckles is, like, doing a worse pose. <laughs> um, and it's surrounded by the newly updated cast for this particular, uh, you know, series, which includes Julie Sue and Lara Sue, um, as well as Lian Da, who's right next to Mr. Mackey over there in the corner. Uh, I think one of... I, uh, all of these other characters are characters from the original comic. I can't remember all of their names because so many of the echidnas are just interchangeable. Um, but the skunk guy, uh, his name is Jeffrey St. John. I mentioned him last time. He was the apprentice to the evil wizard. Um, but yeah, so he he got ganked from the comic and is, is in this now instead. Uh, and yeah, it was going to be like this space epic. I don't really know how or why or what the direction of that would have gone in. Because to be honest, it always looked pretty terrible. Like, there are just so many promotional images like this and the, the 3D one uh, that just looks so universally unappealing. And it should also be noted that, like, you know, at the time, uh, the wounds have kind of healed over time at this point, but at the time a very large and vocal portion of the Sonic fan base uh, who read the comics were very pissed at Ken Penders for essentially taking all of the characters that they loved from uh, the comic book and forcing them to reset. Um, 
So, and I definitely f fell into that camp because I don't know, like a lot of the characters he made were kind of bad, but there was also some characters he introduced, but had basically nothing to do with their continued development, like Scourge, uh, who I really liked and they couldn't use Scourge anymore. And that was a bummer, but uh, yeah, it, it did give rise to the post-reboot continuity, which in my opinion is the best stretch of Sonic story content in, like, any Sonic medium. That's a bold statement, but I stand by it. Uh, essentially what they did in the post-reboot continuity, uh, after the Mega Man crossover, is that they took aspects of, um of the old continuity as well as the old cartoons and stuff like Sonic Sadam and Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, like Scratch and Grounder show up at some point. Uh, and it's pretty great. They were in the old continuity as well, but they show up again here uh, and combine them with game canon and like treat all of the games as canon. Uh, like everything that happened happened more or less how it happened in the game. So there's no like weird tangential like uh well this didn't happen in the video game it was it was a lot easier of a jumping on point for people and it introduced a really cool adaptation they decided hey we have this new universe uh let's do sonic unleashed because that's a globe trotting epic and we need to redo all of our world building mm -hmm. Um, I, I just yeah. can't. I can't uh -huh. get over the cover with just a black guy <laughs> next to yeah. all these horrendously like 3D models, and then just yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sorry. sure there are I like several sorry. other there are like several other pictures of that character, uh, and they all use the same trace of his face. But is he uh, like a character? Or is he just there? I don't. He's he's a character in this. I don't think he was in the original. Um, Did he give permission? He's on no. the uh, Lara Sue Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. I think I I I. And don't quote me on this, especially Ken Penders. If you're listening, I could be paraphrasing. I don't think he is. I think we're safe. But um. I believe someone asked him why he just traced a picture of Anthony Mackie's face. And I think his response was that, well, he wanted a black character, but he didn't just want to draw some random black guy. So he picked one that people knew, which seems like kind of a dubious reason to trace someone's face. I don't know. I think that's a little bit yikes, personally. <laughs> um, but anywho, yeah, Larisu Chronicles is it's, it's 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 something. Do you have any questions so far? Too many to count. <laughs> Why did they take away Knuckles' knucks? He just has hands now with gloves. Where's his knucks? I guess I guess they couldn't use his knucks. Uh so here's something else we need to uh talk about. Uh-huh. So the Dark Brotherhood. We need to talk yes. about some of those plots because okay. those are the plots that I know about. Okay. And the world needs to know about these. It's true. Do, so, do share. 
Okay, maybe I don't know remember as much about this as I thought. But I do remember at one point the Dark Brotherhood does not Dark Brotherhood, the uh Oh, what are they called? Dark Legion. Sorry, the Dark Legion. I know at one point they do commit echidna genocide. Uh, and and yeah. Penders uh, compared it to the Holocaust. Uh, I think it was actually Dingo genocide. Oh, I'm sorry, Dingo genocide. Yeah, the uh, it was it was the echidnas, and they went to war with the dingoes and did a Dingo genocide. A Dingo side, and- if you will. A dingo side. And that's not the only a horrible war crime committed by the echidnas. There was also uh, what they did to the Tasmanian devils. I mentioned last time uh, the character of Thrash uh, and how he wanted to get revenge on the echidnas and trap them all in a pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason he did that is because all of his family members and all of the uh, Tasmanian devils before him were part of a large experiment wherein they were tampered with to the point of becoming feral and like regressing evolutionarily. And so he was okay. the last, yeah, <laughs> he was the last like cognizant member of his species. And he had to watch like his family members be turned into literal like, uh, animals and it's really fucked up yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of just like really 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 dark stories in in the olden sonic days uh i'm trying to think of other things committed specifically by the echidnas because they do a lot of atrocities it's it's a it's a miracle and i mean granted that does have roots in the games i guess because, like, the whole thing with the echidnas is that they angered chaos because they wanted to take control of the Master Emerald and stuff. And because of their hubris, they were wiped out and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, like, they they do a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any, like, a whole lot of specific examples other than, like, what we've already talked about in terms of, like what the echidnas have done. Um, but there's a lot of, like, wars, and... <clears throat> I don't know. It's... It's it's a whole thing. There are, like, other weird random things that happen that are just, like, kind of tonally dissonant in the Sonic comics. Would, mm-hmm. would y'all like to hear some of that? Absolutely. Unless... Yeah. unless Unless you have have more echidna stuff, um, I'm trying to remember. So Knuckles thought he was the last echidna for so long because his dad, essentially, after he gave birth, after his egg hatched, after his dad had microwaved it, yeah, he essentially dropped off Knuckles and went, "You're the guardian now. You're the last of our species. I'm gonna go fake my own death and then go back to a realistic cyber city, which I'm going to hide from you." So that you will continue to do my job, so I can continue to be a uh, 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 re- uh, scientist with no ethics. I forgot that that's what he did, but that uh-huh. is in fact what he did. Uh huh. Oh. So I know a lot of like the bigger things, but not mm-hmm. a lot of the like when you get to the smaller stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a Tumblr blog that was all about just chronicling. Someone read through every single Pender's. Yes. I was actually, yeah. that was going to be my plug for this one. Oh, well, it'll still be your plug. Cool. <laughs> but we'll just have mentioned it earlier. It's yeah. it's where it's where I got my introduction into Pender's and then mm -hmm. went, I'm good. I'm not going to look into this anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then Pender's apparently, because this is not the first time he's done this. Because I think mm -hmm. he did it with Sonic and his dad, too. Pender's has like a real daddy issue with like absentee fathers getting redemptions at the end of their lives. Yeah. And I've heard that's because Pender's talked about his dad was an absentee father who passed away before he could get any closure with him. Uh -huh. So he wants the characters he writes to not go through that. And he wants, so he's experiencing closure through the characters he's writing, which that's legit. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Creating, but then like you don't have to, you can, they can just be absentee fathers. They don't have to abandon their kid and be like, you're the last of our kind. Yeah, oh like, no, I felt a cliff never to be seen again. Ah. After a certain point, it does get kind of hard to redeem them. Yes, that's the other thing is uh, Knuckles' father was also a terrible person, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He was like, like he was involved with the dingo stuff, right? I or no I the Tasmanian mm -hmm. doubles probably well, the ones who were made to go feral probably I also, can't yeah okay it just hit me I can these echidnas come out of fucking eggs yeah echidnas echidnas come out of eggs yeah okay that, that, wait that, wait no they don't echidnas give live birth yeah no um do they wait. Yeah, because they're mammals. The only mammals who lay eggs are... No, 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 no. They're marsupials. They're marsupials are mammals. You know what? You might be right. Hold on. I'm I'm getting to the bottom of this. Do echidnas, do echidnas lay, lay eggs? They do! What? Holy shit. Along with the platypus, the echidnas, the only other living egg-laying mammal species. They lay eggs! Oh, baby echidnas are called puggles. Oh, oh my God, they're adorable. I love this. I didn't know that. I thought they gave life. <sighs> Whatever. No, oh, yeah, they're echidnas are weird. <laughs> like, you ever look at an echidna in real life? That's a weird animal. That is. That's not what Knuckles looks like. No. Although I do kind of like it whenever artists give Knuckles like a big snoot. Uh, that that is good. One that's just begging for the uh, bootin. Yes, snooting for the bootin. Sonic has the kicks. Knuckles has the punches, but Knuckles has the big snoot to be kicked. Um, it's funny actually. Uh. The reason they have the snoots is because they're like anteaters. And there's like a there's a character in the comics who is like a mentor to Knuckles named Archimedes, who was an ant who could do magic. Huh. And also had an Australian accent because here's here's a fun thing. Uh, in the comics, Angel Island, uh, the floating island that Knuckles lives on, uh, 
is a chunk of Australia. Because if you didn't know this, uh, Mobius is Earth in the future. Uh, after a an apocalyptic event. <laughs> Were you aware of this particular I, factoid? I do remember now. Yeah, uh, the story behind that is that in in the 21st century, aliens touched down. They were called the Zorda, and Earth responded by dissecting their queen. <laughs> so they responded by dropping a ton of gene bombs on the Earth, which melted everything down to its genetic sequence. And when life reformed, some of the human DNA got into the animal DNA, and that's why we have Sonic. That's the real canon explanation uh, for why why they're talking hedgehogs and stuff. What the radiation, the daddy issues. Oh, that's that's not till far later. They have to recreate the entirety of the dinosaur era and then caveman times as well. Uh, but 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 yeah. It's it's very strange. Um but yeah, so I'm trying to remember what I was talking about. Archimedes? Yeah, he was a magic ant. I don't Oh yes, yes. So Angel Island was a chunk of Australia. Mm -hmm. And the area underneath Angel Island and the surrounding Australian wilderness has been renamed in the future to quite simply Down Under. With an A. <laughs> Which is sure. Sure. I'll wow. take it. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. There there are a lot of strange things with the world building in in, in the Sonic times. Uh but yeah. That's that's a lot of a lot of the weird random factoids the echidnas and stuff i have other non-echidna related random things uh if you if you would like to hear them of course always okay. forever okay so one thing that i remembered uh prior to us uh hopping on call and stuff uh was the felidae tribe who oh. was involved in a storyline um you know, somewhere uh, before the reboot happened, um, as well as some storylines before that. They are a tribe of realistic cat people uh, with, like, human body proportions and big muscles and spears and stuff. And they are led by like this queen who wears like a big crown and stuff, and a, and it has a cloak and everything. And you know, this would be this would all be pretty pretty. You know, it wouldn't be worth mentioning, aside from one sole reason. <laughs> big the cat. He is the intertwined. Best. Yes. The best. The best character. Yes. Who is, by the way canonically the strongest sonic character mm -hmm. i'm not joking about that like most like physical like has the most yes. like physical strength or like the most powerful 
I think the implication is physical strength, but I like to think he is also just the most latently powerful. Like, if he just like got, like, he... one Chaos Emerald, the whole universe is dead. Yeah, it's all over. We uh, would all I... be... Yes. I believe it's, like, um... Oh, what's its name? Um... Uh, the Kingpin, where all of that bulk is actually just muscle. Correct. I mean, all he does is fish. All he does is fish. That requires, like, casting every day. That's got to work out your upper body quite a bit. I mean, if you're constantly reeling in fish, that's not a bad workout. Yeah. Not a great one either. But he does it all but day. It, True. It, it doesn't matter how bad of a workout it is. If that's all you do is just work out, it's, you're going to get fit. Eventually, oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Big strunk. Um, Stronic. But yeah, so Big has history with these cat people. Um, who again look look like like Thundercats essentially. Oh. Um. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They uh. They 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 really go in on these designs. And then you have Big, who's this cartoon, like, Totoro-ass fucking uh-huh. purple cat. Uh, and it turns out that he was originally part of this tribe, but got kicked out because he was lazy or an idiot or incompetent, which I think is just judgmental. But it's also just very weird to think in my head that like just seeing him alongside these these characters uh like there's an image from like the first page of that comic where a bunch of them are pointing spears at sonic and big and it's like yes he was part of this same community (laughs) this this makes sense i'm sorry loop the wolf Uh uh-huh oh yeah lupe uh She's great. She's from uh, the old Sonic cartoon, Sonic Satam. Um, mm-hmm. She uh, is the leader of the Wolf Pack, which is another like kind of subset of freedom fighters, uh, you know, fighting against Robotnik and stuff. And she's just like this kind of cool, badass Amazon warrior, essentially. Uh, and she's really great. Um, she, I think, has history with Sally, which makes both of them prime shipping uh, potential. I, I, I have a lot of ships with Sonic, <laughs> uh, and Sally, Sally is uh, Sally's got a lot of very good ships. Um, I bet the. Originally, she was meant to be Sonic's love interest, but as time goes on, they sort of abandon that. Actually, in the uh, in the post Genesis Wave continuity, um, she has a girlfriend uh, named Nicole, who's who used to be her like computer AI companion, but has since like developed a personality and like a holographic body and stuff. And she's a Lynx, and uh, they're really cute together. <laughs> hmm. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, yeah, the the pre reboot times were 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 strange. Uh, they had a lot of weird tonal dissonances like that, where it's like you'll have you'll have a cartoon uh, platypus next to freaking like I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. You've you've been trying to recall things for over an hour. That's fair. I don't know. Whenever it comes to the Sonic comics, there's just so much to dissect. I mean, the thing ran for nearly 300 issues, and that's not even counting the spinoffs and stuff. Uh, all told, it has to come out to like four or five hundred some uh, total comic book issues. And when there's that much material to pull from, there's just there's a lot of information to parse, which is why whenever I like recommend somebody get into the comics, I always say either start at the beginning of Ian's run, start at post reboot, or start with the IDW comics, which have nothing to do with the old comics. Uh, that's actually a part of the Pender saga that I forgot to mention. Yeah, eventually, uh, Sega just got tired of dealing with Archie comics. Uh, or Archie got tired of dealing with Sega and just the whole situation with the limitations and everything. So, I don't know, one of them decided to pull the plug uh, on the Sonic comics, which marked the end of the longest-running video game-based comic book of all time. Uh, but Sega were cool, and they just brought the entire creative staff from that uh, book more or less, over to a new publisher at IDW. Um, and they have made some really cool comics since then. They're not connected to the old stuff at all, but they've introduced a lot of really cool characters and, and storylines, uh, like Tangle and Whisper, who are... Uh, Tangle is a ringtail lemur. Whisper is a wolf. Um... And they go on adventures together, and it's great. Uh, they had a whole storyline, uh, which was very unfortunately timed, about a metal virus, uh, which turned into a full-blown pandemic. And uh. mm -hmm, it, like, that storyline was just kicking off right before uh, the thing happened in the real life. Uh and yeah, it was very unfortunate timing, but like they they sort of used it as an excuse to tell a zombie apocalypse story uh, where like basically if someone came into contact with this like metal substance or whatever, uh, they would basically become like liquid metal uh, and act like zombies and stuff. And whoever they touched would also get it. Um, and they early on, Sonic gets infected, but as he runs fast, he can fight off the infection, but it's slowly just taking him over regardless. Like it's stopping, uh, it's it's not working as well the more he runs. Um, so he's like on the clock to stop the metal virus and everything. 
And it's actually a really cool storyline. There's some really sad and kind of fucked up moments. Like uh, Cream, uh, Cream the Rabbit, the six-year-old child with, a with uh, you know, a little pet chow and everything. She watches her mother get consumed by the horde. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And then she has to see her mom as a zombot. And, like, she's six. <laughs> Give her a break. Um, and there's also a story wherein it centers around Big the Cat, actually. Wherein he's talking about, you know, Froggy's gone missing again. And he's, uh, I guess spoilers a little bit. Um... But he's he's going around and he's like trying to find Froggy and it's like going through past issues of of the comic, uh, and um, he tracks him down and is seemingly unaware that there's like a zombie apocalypse going on, and eventually, like he catches up with Froggy and is holding him and he's been like narrating this whole time sitting in his like little cottage in the in the forest, uh about how he found Froggy and everything. But nearing the end, it dawns on you that Froggy got infected. Big is holding him. And it cuts back to Big. And he and, like, all of the surrounding greenery around him has turned to metal. And it's heartbreaking. <laughs> like, they go hard on this. It's wild. But like, I, I I highly recommend the IDW Sonic comics. They're they're really good. Um, they recently just uh, Ian Flynn uh, stopped being the main writer recently uh, in favor of Evan Stanley, who uh, she worked on the comic in the old days as well as now. Um, and she started as like a fan creator. Uh, which is really cool. She is now now the main writer, and it's really cool. And she, so yeah, wacky. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool whenever the attitude towards its fan base. It's like I don't know, and I I dig it. But yeah, them's was the wacky goings on of the Sonics the Hedgehogs. Yeah. Um, and I, I recommend anyone who's interested to check like, them out. <laughs> no worries. Do you have it? Yeah. Anything, Autumn? I, I, I got done. I, I've failed with how, how to deal with it. It I, has. I, um, I, I never expelled this lore. Oh, there's... Cover just like Hedgehog run fast. Hedgehog. Oh, at AM, uh, Adventures of, as well as Sonic Underground. Oh, Sonic Underground. We have to we have to cover those two. So, Adventure Sonic the Hedgehog was very silly. Um, it was very much a kids' cartoon. It was for kids and mm -hmm. had a funny plot line. It had fun stuff like just Sonic being bored, so he's out running the night. Mm -hmm. So he's running between the the divide between day and night which is just a black <laughs> line that's moving i can't remember like specific plots because i mean a lot of yeah what yeah. is 
what is memorable is Sonic says, mm-hmm. which is where he would give a uh, a moral at the end. Remember, kids, don't stick your head in a dryer. That was a real one. Yeah, don't don't hide in a fridge. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that one was a thing, too. There was uh, one where the robot lackeys uh, smoked cigarettes and Sonic was like, Tails, don't don't take their advice. You shouldn't smoke. And he's like, wow, thanks, Sonic. <laughs> uh, was there one about bad touch? There was, yeah. And that's the one with the, uh, and that's no good. Comes yep, from. that's, that's where, uh, yeah, that's no good. There you go. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, hey, Sonic says wear a mask, idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Sonic Underground is. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Sonic Underground is a lot. Uh, how, what do you know about Sonic Underground? Sonic Underground, the plot of is that Sonic has a brother and a sister and they mm-hmm. are triplets who are born to a space queen who had to send off her kids to protect them from the invading army. And now they're trying to find her again, and they're also a rock band. They made a vow their mother will be found. Yeah, uh, I have a few... One one interesting fun fact, uh, as an aside, is that Sonic's singing voice... Uh, his, his speaking voice is still Jalal White, mm-hmm. but his singing voice is Double D from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. To fucking coincidence. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was really funny. But yeah, like, un- Sonic Underground, I, I I attempted a rewatch of it at one point, and it really hit me how much of the plot is kind of just Star Wars, if you think about it. it it's just Star Wars, yeah. It's just Star Like, there's even a scene early on in, like, a cantina where all of them are playing music and stuff and there's all these like weird looking alien-esque like star wars people uh and it's i mean it's just star wars you have robotnik as the evil emperor and and the royalty being i don't it's <sighs> it's it's a time although uh, interesting to note, Sonic Underground, uh, of the early American cartoons, the only, uh, show to feature Knuckles. All of the, uh, all of the other ones only had Sonic and Tails in terms of the game cast and Eggman, but, uh, that mm. one also had Knuckles. As well as one of the Penders created Echidnas, which, I'm not sure how that happened. Because Underground did. is... Mm. <laughs> Underground is bizarre. Everything is weird. Yeah. Sonic's weird. Yeah. Something weird, Sonic. Nah, I keep yeah. doing it. I live for it. Actually, uh, on the note of voices, all three of them, Sonic Manic and Sonya, uh, were all voiced by Jalel White doing different voices. I forgot his name is Manic. <laughs> yeah. Who and he's essentially just animal from uh the Muppets. Yeah, he's 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 like, whoa, dude. He was raised by rats in the sewer. Um, he's like, it's interesting the disparity they went with because you got Sonic who like acts like Sonic and everything. Uh, you have Manic who is a garbage boy. Uh, 
who steals things as well. That's like a plot point is that he steals things and he's like all, you know, he was in the, in, in the raised in the sewer streets and he had to do the steal to survive. Um, and that whole sort of thing. Meanwhile, Sonia was raised by like rich people. And so she's all stuck up and, and really, really, uh, you know, proper and stuff like that. Uh, and it's interesting that they all just decide, hey, let's form a rock band together. Like, hey, I know, I know I, I haven't met either of you, my siblings, prior to today, but hey, let's form a rock band and save the world. Hey, they need a cover story as to why they're traveling throughout the galaxy. That's true. That's true. That's how bands are made in real life. Like, it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I, fun fact, actually. Uh, there was going to be a storyline in the comics that, because Sonic Underground never received an ending. Um, right. They never found their mother. Uh, as was teased in the opening, they made a vow their mother would be found. No, she wouldn't, because they never <laughs> ended it. But <laughs> but they were going to do, uh, as for Sonic Universe issue 30, no, 75, they were going to do uh, the conclusion to Sonic Underground as like a big special. Uh, but because of all the Penders stuff, that got delayed. And by the time that it was an option again, Sega changed their mind and didn't want them to do it. <laughs> oh, fucking Penders. Yeah. Running Penders. Shaking my fist. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, the old cartoons were wild. I really liked Sad AM. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's really dark, but it's 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 got a cool tone and cool characters and stuff and also robotnik is terrifying in that he's like uh <laughs> there's there's one quote from him which sounds very silly and weird but the delivery of which uh he's voiced by jim cummings doing like the most evil voice he possibly can uh and so he's like snively what color is my heart? And then he opens his mouth really wide. And Snively, his his nephew, uh, responds, I don't see a heart, sir. Exactly. And it's a very strange scene saying it out loud. But the voice just sells it, you know? Why did he open his mouth? Because his heart presumably is in there somewhere. Yeah. Sure. Okay, fine. Just like real life. Yeah, just like in real life. You open your mouth and your entire inside body is hollow. Uh, and your heart is right there in the center. And you could see it. It's going goo 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 goo. Yep. <laughs> hey, hearts go doki doki. Thank you very much. <laughs> True. This uh, is the scientific fact. Especially since we're talking about Sonic. Oh, yes. Uh, Sad I Am also didn't get an ending, by the way. No, it didn't. It um, it got a pseudo ending. But yeah, oh, okay, it, go ahead, go ahead. The if I remember correctly, the season finale of the last season kind of worked as a finale because Eggman's defeated, <laughs> but then it turned out Snively was an even greater villain, or it was implied, and then it just never happened. 
Yeah, Snively was going to take over as the main villain, and he was going to team up with Nogus, the evil wizard that I keep mentioning, who continues to be a Sonic character. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, in in both the show and the, the comics, the relationship established between Nogus and Eggman is actually really entertaining, because you got Nogus, who's all into magic, and you got Eggman, who's all into science, and because of that, they both fucking hate each other. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's like uh i don't know there's just there's multiple occasions where they like cross over and everything and uh it's just all kinds of wacky shenanigans i really like whenever like a a, a series has a lot of villains but the villains also hate each other i don't know i think that's always a fun story concept yeah um but yeah uh, Adventures of as well had had the characters Scratch and Grounder as well as Coconuts, uh, mm. who were the uh, the Sonic Super Special Search and Smash Squad, uh, if I recall their team name correctly. So and cool. they were really fun. Uh, uh, the, most of that show was a lot of Tom and Jerry esque, like Looney. Tunes, shenanigans. Yeah. I used to be kind of harsh on it because it was like, oh, it's, it's not supposed to be. Oh, I mean, it's kind of both. I mean, it? Sonic. <laughs> it's Sonic. I'm going to plug the blog Thanks Ken Penders on Tumblr. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, uh, but it is a blog wherein. Uh, Someone goes through the entirety of the Sonic comics, start to finish, uh, and just sort of live blogs her reaction to them. Uh, and actually, uh, a cool thing, the, the, the person who runs that blog, uh, her name's Bobby, uh, she recently had her persona drawn in as a background character in one of the recent Sonic comics, so that's really cool. Oh. Uh, and this technically also makes her the first uh, confirmed canonically trans Sonic character, which is also really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, uh, that the blog is a good time. Check it out. Uh, do you have anything to plug on him? Oh gosh. Uh... <laughs> I, I do not think these things through. You go. One, one day I'll realize I need to ask you last. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to plug Spiritual Successor, which is a podcast I listen to. I really like it. It's real fun. Um, two gigantic uh, dorks get uh, game suggestions from Twitter and Reddit and YouTube, and uh, they turn it into... Uh, a fully fledged, really bad game idea. Uh, if you are a fan of um, Polygon, there was Cool Games Inc., which uh, was pretty good. Um, but then it turned out that one of the people who did it was a sex pest, so it stopped. Oof. So they're the spiritual successor to Cool Games Inc. And Ooh. it's real fun. And I'm not saying that because they often choose my suggestions. <laughs> What do you got, Autumn? All right. Uh, okay. So I. Uh, okay. 
I, I would go with uh, YouTuber. Uh, it's a fuck, damn it, I forgot his name. Just a second. I'm pro- I'm a professional. I'll have you know. You're Ethan not. Becker. You don't get paid for this. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, YouTube Ethan Becker. He does art stuff. He's really good at art, and uh, he does a lot of videos on giving art advice in the form of making fun of you. It's real good. Uh, YouTube art. Uh, uh, what, what, what YouTube artist. He's he's a really cool YouTube artist. Yeah. That makes, what? Not sadist. What's the other one? Masochist. Masochist? No, not like that. Like this. It's been so long since I've been on BSM Tumblr. I don't know. I think you mean sadist because the one that sounds like sadist, which is uh, sodomist, is completely different. Yeah. No. Some other BDS term. I don't remember. Go with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's a really cool YouTube art person. Yeah, art person. It's it's great. Great advice. It's actually it's actually really good advice. I've been watching this stuff a lot. Anyways, I hope all I of you I had have... a great great week. And... I think I have to hibernate for like eighty years from all of that Sonic lore. You should really go drink some uh, water and lemon. Probably. Your throat is probably dead. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for being on, Ash. Thank you so much for sharing all your cursed Sonic knowledge lore. (laughs) Of course. Uh, We need to have you back, but next time we won't make you talk for like an hour and a half straight. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I mean, I really enjoyed uh, spouting off all of the Sonic lore because mm-hmm. it's some there's there's a lot and I have a lot to say about it as has been evidenced here. Maybe we'll have you back for when I have to like lore dump about what I can remember about Kingdom Hearts so that ooh goody, I'm down for that. Okay, thank you again for coming. Thank you again, Autumn, for being here as always. Yes. Uh thank you all for listening. Um. I hope all y'all had a great week. Um, I hope y'all are remembering to stay inside and wear your masks because wear your fucking mask. Because uh, especially if you're, if you're in the U.S. at time of recording, it's not getting better. It's getting much, much worse. Like much, much worse. W- wear your mask. Please. COVID wear your mask. isn't a joke. Fucking wear it. And, and another under the nose shit. Tuck yeah, it cover, in. Covers your nose. Cover your nose and your mouth. Remember, if you don't wear a mask, that's no good.